Today on the show, we review the new Netflix series, Mindhunter. This is Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. What's up, Insomniacs? Welcome to another episode of Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep, brought to you by Bucket of Wind. I'm Cameron, and with me in studio, as always, is... Mason. And Matt. We're back again. And I am very, very excited, because today we're going to be reviewing Netflix's new show, Mindhunters. Mindhunters from uh, Netflix. It dropped in 2017. It's a great show. Uh, The creators of the show is a crime drama series by Joe Penhall. Uh, It's... uh, Basically based off a book called Mindhunters Inside the FBI's Elite Serial Crime Unit. Written by Johnny Douglas and Mark Olsacker. Uh, The actual book uh, they had and presented and then took it to a writer's room. And it was written by, in the writer's room, the shows were written by Johnny Douglas again, Mark Olsacker, Joe Penhall, Jennifer Hanley, Aaron Levy, Tobias Lindhall, uh, Dominic Orlando, Ruby Ray Siegler, and Carly Ray. The directors of this uh, show, uh, since there were so many episodes, uh, it's David Fincher, Andrew Douglas, uh, Ashif Kobidia, Tobias. <laughs> <Lindholm>. Interesting. <laughs> I was waiting for one. Like, wait. <laughs> He's on, done man. so good on I the good. And the producers of the show are also David Fincher, uh, Shori Theron. Uh, that's a name that just that's doesn't a belong. Big name. Yep. Uh, Josh uh, Dunham, uh, Sean Chaffin, and Jim Davidson. Their production company. Uh, you would think it would be Netflix, but no, it was not. It was uh, Denver and Delilah Production Company. And this is how Sharif Theron also had a hand in it. It's her production company she had founded. Nice. Uh, of course, it was distributed by Netflix. There are ten episodes. Uh, a long, big season, good dive, 34 to 60 minutes long. The stars in this show are Jonathan Groff, uh, Holt McKinley, uh, Hannah Gross, uh, Anna Trove, and Cotter Smith. Uh, those are the main characters. The premise of the show, it's set in 1972 to 1977, early days of the criminal psychology and criminal profiling at the FBI. Uh, Mindhunter basically revolves around two FBI agents, uh, Holden Ford, uh, which is Jonathan Groff, and Bill Tench, which is Holt McKinley. Uh, They interviewed imprisoned serial killers in order to understand how much uh, and how much knowledge they have and, and what do they think and take that knowledge and apply it to the way that they would track down serial killers to try to catch. Uh, crack cases which may i just say is a bomb ass premise holy moly it's just an unbelievable series how long have we been waiting for a show that connects the real world with such a crazy topic such as serial killers you know what i mean and it's one of the most fascinating subjects to be honest with you yeah like i've been looking for a show that really delves into the psyche of serial killers i i tried to get that in criminal minds and it just came off a little soap opera-y but sometimes you'd you'd get little glimpses of oh wow you really look at the inner workings of a of a true madman here but 
this show Mindhunters is what I've been waiting for for a long, long time. And boy, was the payoff worth it. It was through the roof. They just did amazing. such a good job uh, with their storytelling, producing, their writing, and how everything was carried out was impeccable. Um, there were uh, very few down points in this. And I no just kidding. thought it was a fantastic show. It all just fit together so yes. well. The, the storytelling was, the only word you could use for it was deliberate. They didn't waste your time no. as the viewer, which is what they, uh, it reminds me of another Netflix show, Ozark. Yes. Where every frame of it you felt was important to the story. Not only that, but, you know, to focus in on one aspect of it, the acting in this show. is incredible. Lights Absolutely out. Absolutely unreal. How are, how are Netflix able to find these people that don't do a lot of acting work? No. And make them staples. There's, there's only two actors in the entire series I can think of that have a long history uh, and it was the unit chief and Bill Tench, uh, who played uh, Holden Ford's partner, are the only two guys who have actually done long things that I've seen. One of the serial killers, not a well-known guy. He's been a character actor forever. Um, I, I thought it was just fantastic. And we, you've heard us always say when we watch a movie or a show, there's some episodes that we could have done without. Uh, or a movie I could have taken 20 or 30 minutes out of. Mm -hmm. I can't say that about this. I can't take a scene out of this movie. Yeah, uh, I mean, show, rather. Sorry uh, about that. And Netflix is finding these scripts, right, that are not like crazy rich and like gunfire and action and all that, but has some of the best dialogue to be found. I was hanging on every word. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it's funny you say that. Amazing. I don't remember a gunshot. I don't even remember no. seeing a murder. Did we see a murder? No, I don't think we did. We didn't see. We saw a lot where they were described, but yeah. we didn't actually see a murder. And yet it felt like you were there oh. in a yeah. lot of the instances. Oh, yeah. And that's the dialogue, man. It's it's the it's the, the visceral dialogue that's written in, and you can tell it's adapted from a book that was based on what really happened. And it does do with the writing, but also the editing. The editing was by Kirk Baxter, uh, who did Gone Girl. Very, very excellent movie. Tyler Nelson, also from Gone Girl, and Byron Smith, who did House of Cards. And if you're going to watch this, they did a great job. Yeah, seriously. Just combine the atmosphere that you had in Gone Girl and House of Cards. And that's pretty similar to what you get, you know, in this in this show here. And I just, I, I'm literally just through the roof about this show. You know, this is one of the few shows that I've watched Every single episode, and that's coming from me, Mason. And yeah. I miss a lot of stuff, especially TV. Shows. You finished this entire. I series. finished the ten episodes, and I was bummed. I was like, that, "This is it." How long I did it take more. you? I two days. See, for you to say quickly. two days, I did it in a day. You uh, two days. See, for for Mason, for me, I mean, that's ridiculous. everybody out there. Better take this for a note. Mason doesn't do that at all. I don't. I don't watch TV. It's not shows. about the binge. No. I like movies because I'm like, okay, I can block off an hour and a half and really appreciate this. No. But for if you want to binge a TV show, it's you got an investment. It is an inv yeah. exactly. It's it a is. serious investment to fit, especially ten hours around forty five. I mean, at ten episodes around forty five minutes each. It's a lot. But every single episode was great, and it advances not, the plot a lot. Exactly, which not is what good, I was shocked great. about. Whereas you know, in some of these other epics. Uh, on TV, you have like Game of Thrones where it's a lot of setup in the earlier seasons. This season moved, baby. Yeah. They're, they're hitting the points well, quickly. I think that goes back to the script writing. I thought they really kept... Uh, they did it in a different way, I thought. I know a lot of people will think it's linear, but if you remember one central part, uh, picture a circle, and the circle of the thing is basically the interviews of all the serial killers. And if you imagine that and you imagine the rest of their life 
in a circle around that spinning, another circle spinning around it. You actually, it spun around the outside of the interviews, telling the story and keeping you involved. Just when you were maybe getting a two touch, when we were going to talk about a serial killer, back into an interview. And then it went back out into their social life, back oh, into a serial killer. That's so true. And, and every, literally every part of that series kind of did that out to a personal life, back into a serial killer, out to the personal life, back in. And it was really the script was just fantastic for I each agree completely. You know, and that's that's a great point. And the balance of that kept you interested in both aspects the entire time. It did. Uh, as far as the acting, I just want to do my shout out. Nothing short of perfect as this actor, Cameron Britton, who played Edward Kemper. Uh, just unbelievable. He was a serial killer from 1964 to 73. He had 10 victims known as the co-ed butcher or the co-ed killer. An opposing character, six foot nine, 250 pounds with 145 IQ. And this actor, Cameron Britton, did excellent. It was really incredible. His delivery, rid- ridiculous. Ridiculous. It's very cartilaginous. Oh, God. I, I asked you guys. <laughs> it, I get chills. I guys, I'm telling you right now, just wait until you hear that line. It will blow you away. Did you have one, Cameron? Um, if I had to do an acting highlight, obviously you got to go with uh, Holden Ford in this show. He has main character such great lines. Yet yeah, he's he's the protagonist, or what I would call in this show, and he's just so smooth. Yep. With his delivery, and it's so sharp, and he's given some of the best lines in the show. Yes. And that's what I love. We're like. Uh, you know, you have the guy who played Edmund Kemper killing his role, but Holden Ford dominates a lot of the screen time. And if he was bad, mm-hmm. the show's would not work. Gone. Absolutely. If Mason? I have to give a shout out, we're just gonna go all the way around with these main characters. Bill Tench, <laughs> Holden Ford's partner, did an amazing job. Just there's the, no Holden Ford up Bill Tench. No, oh, not no. at all. He he's the yin to his yang. Absolutely. Holden is eccentric and Bill just seems to keep him grounded. And he's got this angst about him that he brings to his job with him because he's got a lot of personal issues going on at home. I won't dive into those so you guys can enjoy them on the show. But he brings those to work with him and he and he goes about his work with the sort of attitude that is just very, very gratifying to watch. As far and, as I'm sorry, guys. No, 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 it's fine. I was just gonna say that. And and that affects all of his interactions, whether it be with the uh, the commanding officer Shepard or with his uh, partner in Holden, it's just great all around. So as far as the sound and music and effects, fantastic job mixed in choreographed music as well as daily hits from them were just unbelievable. Cinematography was done by Eric Schmidt, who did Ant Man, and Christopher Probst, who did uh, Descent, a fantastic movie. If you haven't had a chance to see his work, it yes. was filmed in uh, in Pennsylvania. McKeesport. And <laughs> I nailed it. I yeah. nailed it. I, was, it. I, I paused a few times. Sorry, guys. And then overall rating, my rating of the movie, I would give it a movie. Uh, and that's how it kind of felt to me. Overall rating, I gave the entire show a nine. Uh, a definite, definite nine. Uh, Cameron? Actually, I'll throw it to Mason. I want to right. go last. All right. Well, I gave it a nine as well. Wow. As far as a see it or skip it goes, we're going to sign that later. We're going to do, we're gonna do it round robin right after that. Okay. Well. I give it a nine. nine. You got to catch it up. Nine, nine um, for sure. I was I was torn. I have to give a point five answer on this one. I know we don't traditionally do point fives. I'm gonna give it a nine point five. Uh, it's what? worth it. As, uh, yeah, I know this is like a rare thing on cancel. And you argue team. with me about not doing. I uh, do. I I argue so much, and I know I yeah. said I prefer not to do point fives, but on this one I felt I I can't give a ten for you it can't. because there Nothing's were a 10. There, every there were some drawbacks. Sure. There were some moments where. 
it didn't completely hit with, with like emotionally with sure. some of the character development scenes like you were talking about. Th- there were some misses there, but god damn when the show is good. as good as it, it was good. very good. It's good. For me, definite see it. And as a true crime fan, uh, it just it it's it, it it scratched that itch for me. And okay. I had to give it a high. For me, it's a must see. This ha- this show has the potential to be one of the best of our generation, so you have to see the first season. See it. Why are you already not watching it? Go go watch, watch it right now. Get Remember, out of here. It, it dropped October 13th on Netflix. Enjoy, everybody. Yes. And as always, guys, if you've seen the show, let us know in the comments down below what you think about it. If you want to connect with the show on Twitter and Instagram, we have one of the most active Twitters and Instagrams in the biz. It's at CSWS Podcast. That is CSWS Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. We're going to go rewatch Mindhunters because it was so damn good. Right now. Uh, I'm Cameron. Matt. And Mason. We're Cancel Bonesy, and we'll talk to you guys later. See you later. Please stand by for further details. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program.